What makes a law firm? It's about passion, knowledge, understanding, and service. That's what defines Fluxman's. In this podcast series, we take you behind the desks of some of South Africa's smartest legal minds. Kevin van Hasten has been at Fluxman's and has been a director since 2013. He deals in uh, litigation, but also in insolvency, business rescue, and a number of other areas of the law. So it sounds to me like you're a, you're a proper lawyer through and through, but I have to ask this question because I, I'm always curious. Was it, was it what you wanted to do from the beginning? Litigation, yes. Yeah. Started my career in, in litigation, prosecuting uh-huh. long ago. Wow. So you kind of get a flavor for it and carried on since then. So you get used to being in court. Well, the litigators are the guys who, who do the specialist arguing in court. They're the ones who stand up in front of the judges. They go to the high court in your case. And they, they, they deal with the actual end result of what all the research and the behind the scenes and the discussions have led to. Yeah, so traditionally in the attorney's profession, you've had a situation where attorneys have not, first of all, not been able to appear in the high court. That's right. It was the advocates' Only job. advocates. Only in 1995 did they allow attorneys to appear. Very few attorneys use that, Right. Those who do use it don't do any opposed matters, nothing co- too complicated. Right. They might, um, they might go and do the odd divorce or default judgment or something like that, but almost without exception, they do not do contested matters. Right, they hand it over to the They hand it over, but I do. Now, is that, is that very unusual still? It's still very unusual, yeah. And, and you don't appear in the robe. Yes. You pitch up in your suit and everybody goes, there's something different going on. No, you, you have a, you, you wear your attorney's robe. Okay. Which is slightly different to the advocate's robe. Very, very subtly different. If you know the differences, then you can spot it. Uh huh. But uh, I will be the only attorney in, in any given post court on any given day. So Almost is it, certainly. Is it for you the excitement of, of arguing that stuff in front of the judge? It is exciting, but it also saves you the frustration of having an advocate standing there arguing, and then you're sitting in the back saying, well, what about this point, what about that? And (laughs) getting frustrated or getting it wrong or getting the facts wrong. So so then then the obvious question I have to ask you is, why didn't you just become an advocate? Well, it's a good practical answer to that. At the the time, it just wasn't uh, convenient for me to do it. I was a father of two young kids at the time, and to to undergo the transition from a financial point of view just wasn't, wasn't worth it. And then you ask yourself, well, why should you? If you've got the rights anyway, why do you have to go and subject yourself to that? Um, there's also a little bit of uh, rebellion, you know, trying to make the point from the point of view of the attorney's profession. It would be nice if some colleagues uh, assisted or took the point. Yeah. You um, wouldn't be doing this on your own. Yes. <laughs> and certainly we, we're trying in Fluxmans to, uh, to change the culture, you know. Do you, do you feel when you're doing the court work that it's also the rubber, rubber meets the road stuff? It, it, it's oh, very most often it can, can turn on a dime. Absolutely. That, that's where it all happens, yeah. All right, so that's, you have a, fa- a fairly high level of, of adrenaline then when and that sort of thing is you going do, on. Yeah. It's not the uh, sitting in the office doing the research stuff that gets you as excited as that. Yeah, it, look, it's nice, to, it's nice researching and sure. preparing, yeah, but... Standing on your back feet is what it's all about at the end of the day, yeah. So, Kevin, when, when it comes to the law, can you pick out immediately who you think of the candidate attorneys that you see walk through the doors here? 
can you immediately pick out who you think is going to make it and who isn't? Colin was saying he he has a fair idea when he makes it. Yeah, I think you, you you can you can work it out quite quickly. Yeah. Do you feel that that is something that you're born to, or something you can be trained to? I think it's a personality thing. I think a lot of it's inherent. You can learn, but um, it's whether you've got the personality to 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 survive. You know, you've got to be a bit of a masochist to survive in law. <laughs> what? And you've got to realize that you're in a service profession. You're not here to make money for yourself. Right. People tend to glamorize, you know, particularly when you watch TV. Mm-hmm. But it's that's not the reality. Occasionally you have moments of glory, but most of the time you're just uh, at the coal face chipping away. Well, what gives you the most satisfaction? Is it is it um, arguing a matter successfully and having things go your way? Is it establishing precedent and actually changing the law in some way? Yeah, it's, you, you, yeah, you seldom have the chance to really change things. If you if you win a matter or lose a matter and the matter is reported, mm. uh, it, that is obviously interesting. Um, it's certainly better if you've won it and it gets reported. <laughs> um, but the satisfaction does come from from winning cases and also from from the process of taking a set of facts, evaluating it working out what the case is and making that case stick. That's the real satisfaction. Because sometimes you you know you put your best effort in and the judge just won't buy it. So Yeah, how how, how do you um navigate that? Because judges and the different judges and their personalities and their own various the personalities count for a lot. Yeah. Know, varying levels of expertise in particular matters of law. Yeah. Uh you sometimes really are gambling a little. It's not not unlike gambling. You often find uh, self-advising <laughs> clients. It's not unlike going to Sun City. So. <laughs> um, is is there a way that you de-stress that you cut off from the the, the law in particular uh, yeah. from court work? Try to, yeah. So outside of work, I, these days I do a lot of cycling, mm-hmm. bicycling. Also ride motorbikes. Play, okay. Play some golf. That's really it mainly. Motorbike seems like a bit of a rebellious streak. Well, it's just uh, you know the freedom of you know, being out in the open. And it's also dangerous, right? Well, yes, but uh, not because of you, but because of other people on the road. Well, I tend to prefer riding off-road with uh-huh. less cars. All right, it's a bit more safe from that point of view. Also exciting. Although the the, the surface is a little uncertain at times. <laughs> not unlike the law. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. And family, you get some, some time off with, with family, or are yes. you one of those people who works pretty much all the time? Uh, you, you, you do work a lot, but uh, I, I have made a very special point of making time for family, for children especially. So even when they were little, you know, making a point of getting home at a, a good hour, spending time with them, and then maybe working again in the evening. Um, but I'm very lucky to be the father of two lovely girls, and I have a stepson as well. Okay. So we have lots of uh, time together and lots of rewarding moments. What makes Fluxman's a fun place to be or, or a, a really exciting place to be in, in terms of the, the legal fraternity and the legal system in South Africa as a whole, why do you like well, it? Well, I think Fluxman's is is very well positioned. It's got a lot of brand strength. Hmm. It's seen as a big firm, so it attracts uh, top work. Uh, so it presents itself as a corporate, but within it's not that corporate. It's fairly casual. You know, you, you your time is your own. You're responsible for yourself. 
you want to come in late or go home early or take time off, it's up to you. But of course, you know, with the consequences that follow. So you have freedom that you that I had when I was on my own before I joined. Uh, but then you have the benefits of not having to do a lot of boring admin. So for me, it's uh, it's the right balance of the different benefits versus the the downside. Can be very um, admin, admin intensive being an attorney. Mm. That's one of the downsides. So being in a firm like this where you've got support staff helps enormously. And when young people ask you if they should go into the law, what do you tell them? Avoid it. Go and do something else. <laughs> this is the second time I've heard that. <laughs> Would you have changed your mind if you could go back? I don't think so. I think that um, you know where I am now, quite a long years later, it's actually an incredible profession. It's very hard. It's um, it's really the distillation of life in a way. You know, you see everything coming through. I sometimes view it like a funnel, and you're at the receiving end of the funnel, and humanity's pouring all its rubbish into the funnel. <laughs> well, you don't. <laughs> That's call, how it feels like. You don't, you don't always call a lawyer when things are good. <laughs> exactly. You know? I suppose exactly. You, you're, you're the guys who get the calls when things are either falling apart or they're tenuous or they're yeah. difficult or they're complex. Yeah. But it's. Uh, it's an amazing profession in the in the way that it trains your mind, disciplines your mind, and uh, directs your thought. And I think, particularly in South Africa, we've seen an enormous amount of growth in the profession since 1994. You know, the whole landscape has changed now, and it's uh, that for me has opened up so many new frontiers of thought for everybody. It has, uh, which is enormously beneficial, and it's endlessly stimulating. Well, speaking of that, you have to keep abreast with all the, the changes and there are constant changes mm. and you have to read enormous amounts of, of material to you make do. sure that you're on top of things. You Every day there's new stuff being being. You do, and also affected. it's the variety. You see, Every single day you're doing something different. So although it may be, in my case, litigation-orientated, there will be always um, different topics. So you tend to become very immersed in all sorts of different fields of, of life. We're not, you're not just operating, you know. I always remember this uh, cartoon from Punch magazine of some guys at a cocktail party, and the one guy saying to the other guy, I've learned a lot in my 63 years. Pity it's all about aluminium. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, it's the opposite of what you have in, in litigation. It's incredible variety. Yeah, and, and you become a generalist, but you become very good at it through experience. Yeah, so you, you, you have the benefit after a long time of being able to draw on your experience from different fields. Mm. And it all fits together. And you must meet very interesting people and, and, and have interactions with clients that could last for many years. Indeed, yeah, that is it. Are those relationships with clients important, more important than your knowledge or your expertise in a certain oh, I think field? the two are, are of equal importance. Right. I think managing clients is a, is a skill that you have to develop, um, lots of subtleties to it, and that's something you typically find that juniors don't appreciate much. They tend to go about it in a rather mechanical way, mm-hmm. whereas you know you've got to get on, get onto everybody's wavelength and understand, and meet them at the point where it pinches them. You know, right? Try and help them out of it. Do you have more lawyer friends than other kinds of friends? No, no, not at all. <laughs> it's just an interesting question because if I think about when I studied law at university. A lot of those people who I studied with are still my friends. Mm. But I think it would have been different if I'd gone into the profession. 
Yeah, in my case, slightly different because I was born in Zimbabwe. I did some training there, so I didn't have a big uh, varsity background mm-hmm. so much like people typically would have here. You said you were a prosecutor. I was prosecuting here yeah, for a while, yeah. yeah. That's hard. And work. then practicing. Well, it, uh, it can be. It can be. Uh, you know, you're working for the state, so yeah. you're working at state pace, mm-hmm. which is a bit easier. And state levels of appreciation. Yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing that you're here, and I, I'm delighted that we got to spend a little bit of time with you. Thank you so much for speaking to us. Thanks a lot. You've been listening to Fluxman's Attorneys for the Love of Law. For more information, go to fluxmans.com.